Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy O to the motherfucking T. But you could just call me O T. And shout out to TK Kirkland, just cuz. Yo, listen, I did do an episode. I recorded it with my special guest, but you know, something happened. Some technical difficulties, some electrical problems. Uh, his phone, his mic it didn't really, didn't really produce. <laughs> Basically, he didn't. He must not push record because it didn't. It didn't pick up anything. Um, but it's fine. You know, this is this is new. You know, my whole setup is new. This is uncharted waters. My whole my whole um, equipment setup is just you know something that nobody's ever really done before. So you're gonna experience these type of uh, heartaches <laughs> um, while doing this, but. I still wanted to put this podcast out and I still wanted to give it to you guys, um, to the people, to the listeners, man, to the guys and the gals out there, to the hybrids, because I really like the convo and I really think uh, it was, it's going to be great um, for your ears to listen to. So, you know, it might be a little low on some part, parts for him, man, but if, uh, you know, if you can get through it, man, I, I, I really appreciate you for even giving it the time to listen through it from start, start to finish. Um, just want to shout out my my guy, my engineer, Ronnie out there, Ronnie Le Ronnie Le Gold. Uh, that's his IG for you know whatever miracle he can bring out out of this file, man. Appreciate you for sure. But yeah, man, you know this is you know either you like what I do and you like me and you and you you fuck with what I do in life or you don't, and it's cool. You know I love you regardless. But for the for the those that stayed through. Stay true and th- and listen through the whole podcast. Uh, I fuck with y'all. <laughs> I really do. I mean that. Y'all. I really do appreciate you guys for for doing that. Um, I just also wanted to say, if you wanted to get in contact, um, you know, asking some questions or uh, you know for the podcast, or if you wanted to, you know, you have some problem you want advice on, that you think the podcast could help you with. Definitely, definitely send all of your inquiries to. OT knows best at yahoo.com. Again, that's OT knows best that uh, knows is spelled with an S at yahoo.com. And if you want to, but if you bold like a nigga like me and you want to just say it out there for Drum Street for the world to see, go ahead and go up to my um, IG page and the official page for the podcast, which is You Got a Story. Again, that's at You Got a Story. And, uh, you know, I do, and then we can interact with each other there. Again, man, I appreciate whoever's listening beyond this point. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, this was a fun. This was a fun one for me. Uh, definitely a fun one. Uh, I really enjoyed myself, and I hope you guys enjoy too. You know, um, that's it. That's all. I'll talk to y'all again in the future. Indulge one. <coughs> Oi, Alexa, connect. Searching. Now connected to Charles's iPad. I know who that guy is. One of these days, I'm going to get Alexa to say what I wanted to say. But until then, oi, partisan, where you at, fam? Yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, yeah. Oi. Yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga. Uh, look, now I'm the honey rack. Oi, get your woman snatch. Oi, give it to a good, now she in love with that. Oi, oi, that it can do the thunderclap. Oi, and trust me, he ain't want none of that. Look, now I'm the honey rack. Oi, get your woman snatch. Oi. 
Your pussy good and I might double back. Oi, oi, that AK do the thunder clap. Oi, and trust me, you don't want none of that. Now what I make in this white cruel world is not for certain. Chances slim, like a high school girl being a virgin. Chances slim, like Tommy from Martin actually working. Chances slim, like a nigga named Quan being a surgeon. You ain't fucking with me, enough said. Y'all niggas don't wanna bump heads. Yo girl sleep under me, and nigga I don't got no bunk beds. Think I love your baby mama, her pussy. Yeah, alright, what's good, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of You Got a Story. Uh, welcome back, welcome back. Um, yeah, I don't know. My week was fine, guys. I hope yours was. This past week, uh, very interesting. R.I.P. my grandmother, you know. Moment of silence. Um, she, special guest today. We're going to jump into it. I want to appreciate, I want to say thank you in advance. Appreciate you for joining us again. My brother, my friend, OJ Patterson. Hey, what's up? It's a casual drop of the grandma, R.I.P. Uh, it's been on my mind, man. <laughs> thinking about it on the low. <laughs> Welcome to the show today. We got dead grandmas. <laughs> Why they be dying? Nah, nah, man. Because uh, I want to get into the topic in a second. I just didn't know how to introduce you because you've been here and it's like super frequent that you're back. Yeah. And literally the second chair of this podcast. Guest host. Probably I could get a credit. I mean, might as well give you one since you've been the one filling in for everybody who doesn't <laughs> show up. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Like, if I hit you to do the podcast, bro, like, understand it's a business. So. You're a businessman. I'm a businessman for mine. Like, and, and I don't know, man. I just feel like if you're going to if you're going to interrupt your the 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 scheduling because you got something else to do. And then you say because it's one of those if you if so, if you, if you, so say you set up, set up something with somebody. Right. And he goes. Oh, yeah, I'm down to do it. But I got this other thing to do. I'm down to do it after. All right, cool. So what you do is now you got to set the time. Mm-hmm. And he's just a space. So he didn't set another time. Like he didn't tell me what time to come through. So, mm-hmm. so it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Yeah. I'm I not mean, really sure. You feel like, I feel like if anyone says I have something else to do in LA, that's just code for, uh, I ain't going to do your thing. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, he's from the Bay, and I went to high school with him, so I know him. Yeah. And it was one of those, he was going to look at an apartment, and he probably just came home. Because I, I I know what it is. I think he thinks I was supposed to hit him up, and that, and that was a problem. Like, no, you put the butt in the conversation. If you if you put the butt in the conversation, you got to come up with the time. I don't, you just, now it's your schedule. I'm just following your lead at that point. That's so why I say, I'm just... Send it to the gods at that point when they say they have something else to do because LA is it's it's too spread out and people are too busy that I'm not gonna put my myself in a emotional turmoil. But you know what? You're probably right. You probably you probably just spaced out. We'll give him the BOD for the doubt. Here's the thing: I had to come to your house. Like, yeah, it's not it's like I invited you. To my, I mean, I did invite him to mine, but it wasn't like you were coming to mine because you didn't have a. I mean, you didn't have a way to get here. Yeah. So I'm the traveler, so you got to tell me when to come, dog. It's your, I mean, I, anyway, I don't know. Maybe that's because I'm older. 
and I was raised by older people, so like I'm old, old. It's just courtesy. Yeah, I mean, true, as well. But there's always two sides to every coin, so I'm gonna get them on here. We go chat about it. Two sides to every story. Exactly. Story. And you do as well. And it's everybody's story. I don't know what that meant. We can figure it out. Just kind of threw that out there. You gotta work on it. Just let it hang. Just let it hang. Don't have to, just let it dry out. Mm-hmm. Um, now nah, you know why I want to talk. You want to know how I brought up grandma like that? Uh, yeah, I, I'd love to hear why. Um, okay, so when it when you heard the news, mm-hmm. how did it like make you? How did it make you feel? Uh, I think losing anybody is is tough. Uh, for me included, I think I can be honest in saying that, you know, um, as much as I would like to be closer and, and more involved, it's just um, not a lot of time, um, not a lot of numbers on the board with me and Graham Graham. Uh, but, you know, I think for me, um, Partially because uh, our other grandma passed about 20 years ago, um, and it seemed like it hit um, mom hard. That I just try to keep a perspective of of everything. You know, it's not a. It's not that I'm out <coughs> here wishing deaths on grandmas, but. It, you know, we all we all got <laughs> we all got to die someday. Oh, that's how you going with it? I don't know. It's, it's sad because I think with every branch of the family tree withering away, you just have a less opportunity to to um, investigate that part of of who you are and that part of your history, and uh, you know. Uh, I do wish that everybody has a chance to spend some time with their their loved ones before they go, um, even if it's a little time like I did. And and uh, I, I don't I don't know, man. I really don't know. Because from all accounts, you know, um, that uh, our our family is complicated. It's nuanced. It's based on perspective, and it's based on. You know, yeah, telling your story. Let me look up nuance. Would have loved to hear grandma's side. You know, she's got a story, and I feel like I never really got to hear it from her. Um, but no, it's it's a tremendous loss because, you know, without her, I wouldn't be here, and, and <laughs> that's the God's honest truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only real truth. Um, all right, well, this makes me sound like a piece of shit, but. <laughs> feelings man uh, like it's about my grandma <laughs> like it like look in comparison i understand how this is gonna sound so fuck it here's the thing i didn't even know her name was bobby until you text me that mm-hmm. that night like the night you hit me up to let me i mean the day you hit me up to let me know the day after i mean the day prior i already heard about it yeah. uh from our uh, from our cousin but i didn't even know her name until like i didn't even recognize her name until you said it and yeah less time with her less time and like when i did she was she was still sharp 
but it was just it was just I don't know, man. It was like I don't know. It was no connection. Like our father never talked about her ever. There's not one story I can remember her hear him sit, talking about her in any light. Why do you think that? Why 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 do you think it seems like we weren't given access? She wasn't the, probably the best of mothers. Keep it a buck. Uh, yeah, I mean, and 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 I and I bring it up because not to shit on uh, a, a a woman that's passed, not to shit on my grandmother, of course, but not to shit on my grandmother. That is an odd, you know. I've I've lived many uh, many moons, but that's the first time I've ever heard the phrase "not to shit on my grandma" with a dot dot. dot. <laughs> I'm not I'm totally to. gonna shit on my grandma. <laughs> Maybe it might sound like that, but it's not. Try- I'm not trying to come up like that. It's 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 just the facts, yo. It's just the truth, bro. Like when you think about it, there's a reason why we don't. Her, he doesn't talk about my father. Doesn't talk about his father or his mother. There's reasons for that, and and it trickles down to us because you see it, like in how we were raised. Like we don't, and it really is a lesson for me in terms of how I want to be remembered. To my children and grandchildren, mm-hmm. I want to like I want to break a cycle, and I feel like <laughs> I like I don't want to feel like I feel nothing. I don't feel any connection to it, so it's like I feel horrible. But I because I, I, at the same time, it's like it's not my fault. Like she was never around, so and he never talked about her. So no, like my our mother, like you're right, grandma on our mother's side did pass way earlier than I can like my only memory of her is going from like one room to another like from her room to a bathroom at my Aunt Joy's house and that's it but she was always talking about her mother like I'm always hearing stories from if it's not her it's her sisters and family and people in North Carolina people who remember her people who remember my grandfather so it's like it's like you see the difference in, in parenting and how someone was raised right well yeah I think to your larger point, I think you're allowed to have uh, different feelings than what stereotypically people feel about their grandmas, because uh, you didn't really have that much of a relationship with your other grandma, but um, I think it's okay to feel a type of way about anything, because it's your feelings. Like, they're not real. Your feelings not real. Nobody cares about them. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Shut your mouth. That's your grandma. Your mouth. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, um, you can be honest to the world and with yourself um, about the lack of feeling, and hopefully that's a trauma you can actually nurture. You know, like oh man, it it sucks that I don't feel as much as I could feel about someone who means so much to a lot of people in my family yeah that's true i mean yeah that's true i don't want to dive too deep into it because i really you know one day i want what i want to do for this podcast i want to have a by a third mic mic stand and i'm gonna have our father sit here we're gonna have a three-way yeah. and then we're just gonna talk about all of that and i just want to just duct tape like roped boat buckles strapped them up we got true serum we don't need that get him some liquor you ever seen him drunk i've never seen him drunk and i feel like that's where we get the truth out of him um, I feel like dad is like that movie Inception where like the deeper you go, uh, <laughs> all his defenses will be shooting at you. So you're trying to imprint this idea, uh, 
open up and uh, I think like an army brigade will be protecting his uh, his feelings. He's a he's a he's a complex guy. Uh, he talks a lot, but I don't I don't think uh, I don't think the podcast medium is where we're gonna <laughs> do some family therapy. That, that nigga is a Rubik's cube, bro. I, I can never solve that thing, and I can never solve him. He's going to say something harder. Like, there's, <laughs> there's tutorials on Rubik's Cube. People have cracked Rubik's Cubes before. Well, that's the thing. Like, everyone seems to know how to how to uh, solve this dude's puzzle would be. It's not solving the puzzle. Uh, I think some a lot of people choose not to uh, try to solve the puzzle. And then I think the people who understand him... Um, you know, like to keep the secret to themselves. So maybe he's like a magic trick. <laughs> you know, now you see him. Now, now you don't. <laughs> Literally. Uh, it's Pride Month, right? Mm-hmm. So all like so when, so now that I was that was going on. Uh, not that was, when the parade's going on, it makes makes you think about home and makes you think about like, um, just their journey. Just as a whole, right? And because I heard, because when you hear stories about like where the where the word the f word came from, like the I don't want to say because that shit makes me scared. People are gonna be upset, but fuck it. The fag word, apparently in <laughs> apparently in Britain, not that scared, guys. Not at all. It's a two ums and then immediately says it. Listen, I don't mean it maliciously, but in Britain. What happened was that's like they would like put them on fire with those, like because in Britain it says like, "Can I get a fag?" Like as a, at the butt of a cigarette, mm-hmm. and apparently like I don't know where I in the Europe, but that's what they were using to burn them, like toss them on them on fire and shit, and then that's where that word came from. So I was like thinking, I, I did so, not know where you're getting your sources, sir. Yo, I've, I've heard this. I've ah, you know what it was? Secondhand Wikipedia knowledge. Word of mouth. What do we mean? We do word of mouth for everything else we buy. But well, why are you bringing it up? Because I was thinking about, um, and then me thinking about my cousin in New York, and how, like, he's seen a tweet of mine or something, or uh, and he didn't, he didn't feel comfortable to even let me know he had a boyfriend, and that made me feel bad. Like it, it that was like the first. Not I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say first, but that was a major turnaround for me where. It made me want to be more conscious about that shit. What was the tweet? Was it just the effort? I have no idea. No, I didn't. I was a wild one like that. <laughs> That's wild. Like, oh, man. I can't wait to scream this at the top of the mountain. Oh, God, no. No, I wasn't that reckless. But I, it was just something he, like, because his sister told me. Because I asked his sister. I was like, yo, why? Because one day I was at his crib chilling and, um, I was in his living room and he had like he was in a room and they came out together and then like he they didn't really say nothing to me they just walked off mm-hmm. and then uh and then he went off to to the back to drive to his car or whatever to uh to say goodbye and his sister was there and I said yo why he got a boyfriend why he didn't tell me because this was my dude like like we uh, we we were got, we got real close in New York mm-hmm. and she, uh, she said oh he said he saw, she, he said that she, he saw something on my Twitter and whoop the whoop whoop and I was just like whoa I was like what. I never like because I hurt my feelings, fam. Like I don't ever want anybody to ever feel, especially my family, to ever feel they don't have, they can't be themselves. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I don't. That was like uh, th- that was the fact that the tweet was a thing. 
made me realize even you got it let me know with this tweet homo homophobic t like homophobic stuff can even be real small like and hurt people's feelings so that was just like an eye opener i don't know pride makes you think about random lessons that i mean not pride but you know the past always makes me think about random lessons and when this stuff comes up i don't know i think about it so there's no, I wasn't going nowhere. That was just story time. Oh, okay. It was, I was just, you know, I have a testimony. I mean, it was just a testimony. <laughs> Sheesh. Testimony. <laughs> I made this person feel bad, and now that makes me feel bad. Nah, I just improved myself from that, you know? Yeah. You can learn from that. You can you can become a better version of myself. Like, now, like, man, a gay dude's can hit on me, and I'd be chilling. Like, it doesn't happen in Oakland. Like, some dude called me. I had a bar once. I was chilling, getting a drink, and uh, about to go back to my cousin. And this dude walked up and said, yeah, you, look, you look like a tall glass of milk, of chocolate milk. And I, and I was like, what? <laughs> he said, you look like a tall glass of chocolate milk. And I started busting out laughing, bro. That's just a compliment. And then on top of that, I went to an Uber, and I asked my Uber, I said, yo, was he hitting on me? Because I'll I, 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 I be gullible. I'll be, like, confused and shit. Mm -hmm. And then my Uber driver was like, I mean, maybe, but you do look. A, and he was gay. He was like, "You do look a, a tall glass of chocolate milk." And he had me in his car when I handed when I was heading out. And I was just like, "Yo, <laughs> I, I'm attractive." That was a compliment for me, fam. Yeah, I'm looking good to to both genders, man. It's a, not many people could do that. Some people struggle with one. I'm just saying, man. Got to take your, you know your wins when you can get them. How's that a lesson? What lesson? That you story? That was a lesson. No, the story with my cousin was a lesson. Oh. Nah, that was just me ragging on my looks. That okay. was that's that was. Wasting even more of my. Thoughts. I mean, what do you really want to get into? You want to get into because you don't really follow hip hop, so you don't care about the baby punching a troll in the face. No. Yeah, so it's like I enjoyed that because I like trolls getting what they deserve. Like y'all asking for shit now. Like I'm glad we back to fighting. I'm glad we're not shooting nobody anymore. Right now, at least, I'm glad we're just you know off the fence because Friday raised me. R.I.P. to that director, I don't know his name, but the guy who helped Ice Cube with that. Didn't, didn't, I mean, R.I.P. John Singleton. There you go. F. Gary Gray is uh, the director of, of Friday. Oh no, Boys in the Hood, that's what he directed. Yeah. I just like Ice Cube. I think that was before you, literally before your time. What, Boys in the Hood? I think it came out a year before you were born. Yeah, but our father had those DVDs. And I had no nobody watching what I was watching, so I, I enjoyed that though. Yeah, I got the I got to really enjoy the sixties, seventies, and eighties and nineties hanging out with y'all, and the movies that you guys enjoyed. Yo, what do you, what do you, what do you think about who your favorite leader is? Like when you, when you think, yo, who 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 is your favorite? Like, anybody asked you that question before? Um, no, I'm curious to why you're asking the question. What do you mean by, first, what do you mean by leader? And, and two, um, it's such a specific question. Why, why, why do you think that's like a common question? <clears throat> well, it was in my notes, one. All right. <laughs> And two, and two, because it was it's, it's a question that rings in my mind ever since I had this class, and uh, the professor asked us it's like a it's like a like a leadership class, and he asked us who is your favorite, who is you like a leader in your opinion, right? And I'm the only black dude, mm -hmm. right? And it's like 
you know, Hispanics and uh, Caucasians and and um, and um, other people. Yeah. Others. What was your answer? <laughs> uh, I want to get to mine last because everybody in there, because <laughs> everybody, because only stuck in my mind before this uh, for this because everybody in there had picked Martin Luther King. Right? I think that was like maybe one or two Malcolms. And uh, but everybody in there picked Martin Luther King, and then I was, I was interested. <laughs> it's interesting to me because I said I was already ready to say Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was just it stuck out to me that way, just because I was the only black dude in there and I didn't say a black leader. But Cleopatra is black. Oh, sh- oh. no, nah, I thought she was. Uh, I don't. It was this. Uh, I was. She's from like. She moved there, but she was from like an island on on the east, a little bit east. That's what I. That's what she's I remember. Brown. That's a rundown. That's a <laughs> I mean, Egypt, Egyptians. Yeah, they're all brown too. But it was just because uh, I, I fuck with Cleopatra. Like, but it was yeah. But I, I bring up the leader thing because Cleopatra was the was a ruthless leader. She understood something very simple. She was a woman in that time, but she wanted power, and she had to get it the way she had to get it. And when you read that she like killed her brothers and her sisters to get it, and the ruthlessness of it, you know, uh, her ending is poetic because you you know you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And I just always respected her as the, like the number one for me. And I never, I don't know, yeah, I just, and I think it's because I relate, not to relate, like I want to kill you, but wow. Uh, <laughs> Sure. I just get me out of here. I just the viciousness of what it takes to get to that death of your. Oh, matter of fact, if there's a pillow behind you, because mm-hmm. um, like I, uh, this podcast is recorded in my room, and so it's set up funny. But there's a pillow if you want to sit on there behind you, and so if it's that that chair is it's more okay. comfortable. It's okay. Oh, whatever. Just trying to help you out. But it's the the depth of back to Cleopatra. The depth of what it takes to do something like that, right? Like, is it anger? Is it viciousness? Or is it just an emotion that's in you that you lean into, right? Um, because I've been I've been battling with that in my mind about, you know, who I who I'm becoming, especially after the grandma situation. I was like, yo, I don't I'm worried about the dude that I'm turning into, mm-hmm. right? I feel like I'm leaning more into the inverted part of myself. And I'm and I'm afraid I'm gonna go too deep and start to enjoy and not enjoy but be comfortable, and and uh, and comfy in this inner part of of uh, I guess not black and white acceptable ideals and ideologies. Like I don't I don't my my whole ideas are changing and morphing every day, but I am leaning more into like yo I'm into the story of like good and evil where it's separate to how they do it on Lucifer's show. I'm jumping around. Yeah. Because I'm trying to make it sound because I really make myself in a corner, put myself in a corner of like this dark dude. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not. I'm just not afraid to to feel those feelings that you said about my grandma but also think those thoughts and and uh, and help it and push them to create something beautiful whenever I, you know, unleash that energy. So like I've been like thinking about how, in a lot of ways, my 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 story places me in Lucifer's shoes, and I look at you as Michael, mm-hmm. and I had to ask myself why do I do that? Because to me, it always felt like, always feels like, when our you father. Gotta, you, I can't, can't I interrupt you. 
What, uh, you, what? I can't, can't. I interrupt you. What? What? Can you like give? I need you to like backtrack. A show called Lucifer. Oh, okay. You want to talk about Lucifer? I need. Well, I just need some context. Well, the show. So it's. I don't want to spoil anything because I'm on the fourth oh. season. <laughs> but <laughs> so I kind of jumped past it because I hope people who watched it understood. Yeah. But so the, you're saying, there's a show called Lucifer. There's a show called Lucifer. There's a character named Lucifer. Luke character, uh, Lucifer Morningstar. Yeah, based, based on, on uh, the Bible. Based on the Bible. Yes. By God. Uh, by God. Um, Supposedly. Written by. Written by. Allegedly. Um, and in this show, there's a duality between uh, this character, Lucifer, mm-hmm. um, and a Michael. Well, no, uh, a duality between him and his, like, his... I guess traumas from God, okay. from being casted out. Yeah. So those traumas are, I guess he goes to therapy for it. He's in a, living in LA. He goes to therapy, yeah. and like through all these seasons, he's finding out, um, you know, how he views himself, how it makes him feel, who he is. So, and I like how they like they don't humanize him, but they kind of make it a perspective to where like it looks like he's redeemable. Yeah. Right. And it should give you hope as a viewer, because like if Lucifer could be redeemable, you could be redeemable as well. Mm-hmm. But all right. Who's Michael? Well, Michael's his brother. Remember? Okay. I just my, he's not in the story at all, but I just throw he's that in there. In the the, he's show? not. He's not in the show. That you've been watching. <laughs> he's not in the show. I've been watching. Brought up as like. Because I. Uh, yeah. Like, like canon. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out like it's almost like you could have just brought up Lucifer as a concept. But then I thought I got excited, like, oh, there's like a brother, there's like a cool brother. Or what was, what, what, um, well, because he does. Oh god. No, I'm just, I'm just curious to. So there is no character of Michael. Not yet. In the show, they're gonna get there, obviously. Probably, maybe. most likely. Most likely. I guess, like, um, what about a different? character that we know has because you're not a like dynamic relationship with the main character because he because you're thinking about his brother uh aminadryl or so, whatever is it aminadryl 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 and i and i always gave that to kendrick like okay. our oldest brother is named kendrick uh and <laughs> because growing up you weren't you weren't that brother like who would i could like Asked to protect me, asked to help me to bind. Mm-hmm. That wasn't your style. Like you even said it yourself, you would avoid interactions by reading a book, mm-hmm. and because nobody wants to talk to you and bother you if you're reading a book. Yeah, it's a good smoke screen. A good smoke screen. So you and I couldn't. I never saw you as that brother who could. I, I always felt like I should have been born first, just because I knew I would have to protect you. Like even as we got older, I always knew if I was around you, I, I would want to protect you because mm-hmm. you don't feel like you don't you don't give off the presence of a dude who's. Who wants to fight and and who 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 can fight? Like I don't know if you can or not. I'm just saying back in those days, especially like you were asking dad how to how to box and you were in eighth grade, mm-hmm. and that was always interesting for me because I had been fighting since I was remembering. So I was just like, how does he not know how to throw a punch? And I feel like that was a smoke screen as well for you to get closer to your dad because you know that's all he knew how to do was box. But whatever. No, well one, uh, I I'm not I don't enjoy. It fighting um to uh i guess 
I'm just curious to so you're you, you brought up uh, Lucifer the show mm-hmm. uh, Michael a character you have not yet seen in the show and yep. um, you brought up a dynamic about you feeling like you have this uh, this darkness to you and then you brought up Michael as uh, as the brother that fights that that never really connects with lucifer they always that they have to fight as the apocalypse like that's that whole because i watch supernatural too and that's the end like that's the story as well like okay. he comes like and like the apocalypse starts i don't know how they're gonna do with this yeah. but in the lucifer show but in, like in that mindset it was because it, it, it was like that right like when i i always looked at when i left at sixth grade um that kind of was the apocalypse because out of like you're my blood brother 100 percent, same dad same mom out of all our brothers and you, I know the least about you. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything. And and so that's just like my dynamic with you. So it always felt like we were always going to be battling each other until the end. Yeah. So that's why I put you in that category. Not like Aminadil, who wants to protect his brother. Is, is like, because you could play both roles, but you just, you don't, you didn't have enough patience for me. No. Like, I mean, you had a lot. I mean, when, granted, you had a lot of patience with me. Yeah. But it wasn't the same as, like, hanging with me and being that brother who gave me gems. Like, and I used to just love hanging out with our oldest brother because he was Kendrick. Because he was, like, him and his friends were funny as hell. And they just had nothing but game. And it, I was just, I was picking up gems like Aladdin in that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. But with you, it was, you, I always felt like a bother. So, and an annoyance and 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 and, i mean not unwanted but not wanted at the same time like it was just i was the annoying brother to you and that never changed Mm -hmm. so i just it was easy to dip in sixth grade it was easy easy to put you in michael the one i would fight because it just never felt like we were ever going to reconcile and whatever and you feel like this is the dynamic that you like laid into it's yeah i'm accepting that like it's more of a accepting Good or bad, whatever I become is who I'm going to have to love and accept, period. Okay. So uh, it's good for me now to to lean into everything and to fill out my skin and fill out who I really am as a person. Because that's what I think what college helped me out as well. Because um, it, it helps me figure out who I am and just accept who, who the fuck I am, period. It doesn't matter. Like, sure, we all want to be the hero in the story. But, yo, there's not there's villains in every story there has to be there has to be a balance in the world and i think that was my biggest fear like what if i'm the craziest whatever what if i'm that dude what if i'm like a psycho killer what if i'm a sociopath what am i this what am i this and and now it's kind of a fear of like i can't create like that i can't write and really want to do what i want to do and and think and and be inspired if i don't dive into all these emotions because they're normal for me they're normal for everybody I'm reading a book right now that's like uh, by a dude called, called um, Humble the Poet. And even I just got to that chapter and he was just saying like, yo, like, like everybody feels what you're going through, even if you feel alone. Like it's it's not it's not something it feels isolated, but it's not like we all really do share the same emotion. We're all be, we're all one big heartbeat. It's just we all feel things at different times. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where it's going with that. Well, you went back to leaders and that you enjoyed um Cleopatra's um like strategic yeah brutality she's like seduction she was actually very good with, very good with seduction she's the reason why Caesar and the general that replaced Caesar died yeah yeah because she 
did her spells. And then it all loops back to like who's my favorite leader? Um I don't know. I don't know if um if there's um I take any inspiration from like you, like 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 with that. It seems like you've found kind of a spiritual avatar for your ambition and uh, I have people that I like I have people that I, I take a lot of um, um, lessons from um, but nah not, not on the <laughs> Cleopatra level Do you, you want to really know like there you got my own darkness in the mirror it's because I know at the end of the day, before she died, before they killed her, yeah. she was satisfied. She got what she wanted. Okay. She got that. Th- she wanted the throne. She got what she wanted. At the end of the day, if I go down doing what I want, at the end of the day, I'm cool with that. Yeah. From the start to finish, I did what the fuck I wanted. I came out late, mm-hmm. 10 days late. I'm late wherever I go. Not on purpose, but whatever. It's my way of life. Um, but I'm but I'm always gonna do what I want. Yeah. Why am I talking like I'm from the south? Like what the damn? I don't know. I think it's because I have a lot of accents in me, and then, and then, and um and you know why I struggle with that, and why I think about leaders and stuff like that because I don't have a connection to any like roots mm-hmm. to me. Like I moved so many times, I don't really. F- People would always tell me, "Yo, who are you? What? What? Are, like, you always talking like your friends? Like, who are you?" And and and, and when these t- strangers in and um, from Harlem told me that. I was like, yo, fam, like, is there, what the fuck? Like, I thought this was me. I thought I was that dude. I thought I was like, the confident guy, but then the confident outrovert. But then I went to college and, you know, it's, the college really forces you to 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 fight, figure yourself out. And I just, I don't know, man, I realized that I didn't know myself. And um, and when I when I read the the artist seduction, which that you know gave me more information about Cleopatra, that was one of the things I took from it. It was, oh shit, nah nah, she did what she wanted. At the end of the day, she that the way she went down, whatever whatever she had, what she got, and she and she conquered, and she had whatever fun what she had, and she when she went down, she went down, she whatever. She of course would want to go on longer, but that wasn't the cards. But she, I bet at the end of it all, she was like, I right, niggas, <laughs> I did what I did, I did what I wanted. Fuck you. Hmm. Eh, maybe. I have something here called uh, Dick Yelp, which is interesting. Which is basically like a Twitter account, which uh, I guess rates dudes' penises and and or dicks or whatever, dudes or whatever, and yeah. dates or like how was it or whatever, whatever. That's interesting. I wonder if that's illegal. I think that's going to happen soon. What? Uh, like just how like I think like. Uh, sh- sharing nudes is illegal mm. i think sharing like screenshots is gonna become illegal man oh, like, people... what do you mean because you know how like there was like that porn star that was screenshotting drake and posting it that she, he was getting at her and she did it to a couple other athletes and celebrities and it was just corny and it was like yo like these dudes if dudes are harassing you yeah that makes sense but if they're just spitting a little game trying to see if you want to holler like why are you like why are you ODing like that that's od petty that's od immature like we fuck is wrong with y'all what do you mean by od like od oh my god i learned that in new york od um you know that's overly immature like that that's like it's excessive like what like come on like why 
Oh, oh are, you, are you saying that, like, when they say OD, uh, they're mean, like, overdose? I mean, overdrive. I never asked them. Okay, but you just started. Look, in all my slang I've used, I've never asked the real meaning. I just kind of figured it out. <laughs> I figured out when to use it. Yeah, <laughs> did that with all the words in my life. Like there's hella words I don't know the definition of, and I'm just I, and it makes life fun because like I know where the words go because like, words go because I read books and stuff like that, but I never looked them up. So when I looked them up now on my phone, it's like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that word meant for ten years. I've been using it for ten years. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. If it works, I've never, I've never been able, I've never had a good relationship with slang that I think I once called a, a, a classmate of Breezy. That, <laughs> that was a compliment. That was a nice word. You know, it sounds nice, Breezy. <laughs> just like, oh, she's, 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 she's flowing. She me. Oh, is that the girl who was where uh, when we came out, she was across the street and then like, that was the fight? With the snowball? No. We don't have snowballs yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, very uh, <laughs> imagine, uh, vivid imagination if snow is happening. Not, I don't think it was snow, but... <laughs> in a place where, where snow never happened. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Like, No, but it was the... You remember because she was like uh, our neighbor. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, on that corner. No, I'm not imagining this. I know I have memories. Uh, I, know, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it wasn't her. But, you know, the trauma. <laughs> the trauma of that trauma punch. And also the emotional trauma has made me forget many of the details, such as snow. Uh, but, yeah, I, I imagine since you took so much glee in my embarrassment and discomfort that when, you would... You would uh, when have I ever not? You, uh, you would remember that. Uh, no, uh, is that... No, I just remember that. You post people's... Uh, Information. I mean, it's all. Uh, it's, it's it's a pretty. I mean, it's part fame. It's part technology. It's it's a dicey proposition all the way around. I mean, no. I know you wouldn't. You're a man of honor. You wouldn't have anybody's. You know. You wouldn't share. You wouldn't share text. You wouldn't share nudes. You keep it. You know, under wraps like that. Is it honor if it's just because I know the punishment is I don't get any more nudes? Um, I think within that social contract yeah it's honorable uh, because of who you are it's even more honorable that you wouldn't resort to anything petty is uh an achievement <laughs> and male no culture, culture is me, me. Just you, specifically. <laughs> you being altruistic <laughs> in any level is pretty uh it's pretty worthwhile uh no i, I mean I think specifically dudes need to man up and know that one, you've been talked about by so many women, mm -hmm. so many so disappointed many women, women, so many, <laughs> I can't believe, can you believe, oh my God, girl, mm -hmm. so many of those conversations have happened about you. Uh, and sometimes it ends up in more public forms, but you know, uh, no one's out here forcing you to be trash. trash. <laughs> no one's out here trying to, uh, you know, no one's, you know, grabbing your, your fingers while you they put a drug in you that made you limp and, like, slowly made you type out a dumbass message to a stranger. Um, and as long as, as long as we've, we've, we've reached this point where uh, people can, 
share their story. You got a story to tell. You might as well tell it to the world <laughs> on the internet. internet. You are so much more better at plugging my podcast than me. I just want to let that be known. Um, and I think it's cool. it's cool because it's at the end of the day, it's just like nobody's gonna. You're not gonna have the true consequences of that person being ostracized. You know what I mean? Like that person sharing that or that person experienced that kind of like puts them like culturally societally in like a box where they have to like deal with either their shame or the consequences of being like oh she's not cool or whatever the you know whatever the yeah. whatever fallout happens yeah. and then the dude just like oh you know so many it's just a, a militia of dudes ready to defend other dudes they've never met <laughs> they transplant feelings of fathers and uncles <laughs> and brothers and cousins and sorority brothers and you know it's 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 a, it's a very mob gang mentality when it comes to uh, uh men and women sometimes i just know dudes need to practice like at the end of the day they're just shooting a shot like steph he didn't make all those shots doing them once like he had to you know you got to shoot your shot if it's not crazy like crazy like, i mean like yo if they're not violating what's the problem like I, I don't know man i'm just not i'm a private dude with that kind of stuff i've always i've always thought it was weird when dudes talked about that anyway well i i think that's the the real problem is that it is private that you're not like i think it's very it's not like predatory predatory behavior but there's definitely an element of like i'm gonna do this on the low so if they get mad uh, and they don't have any proof, then they're the crazy ones. Cause why would you think I was being all extra? I just wanted to have a nice conversation. Like the more quiet you try to keep things, the more insidious it seems. Oh, you're talking about me right now. <laughs> I'm talking about all dudes. I think the reckoning that all dudes have to realize that like we were taught to be hunters and. Uh, that's fine, but you know the consequences is you might get gored by a buck that you were trying to shoot, mm. and that's uh, that's true. Especially as the the deers have more uh, technology at their disposal, and they don't want to be eaten. Yeah, was, uh, that's interesting because that kind of because that brings you to like to my to my question that I I was thinking about today was. Is it really? Are we? Is it really authentic? These punishments with these crimes, if the pierce like, in terms of judging morality and all that stuff, it's like how can we connect it to crime when the person, he's only not doing the crime because he's afraid of the punishment. He's not doing it because he's he thinks it's a moral, it's a bad thing on his on him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and it made me think about like the different ways they could do like punishments and instead of jail like obviously putting these motherfuckers on timeouts not helping because they keep going back mm-hmm. so i was thinking like how about we just give them like like part of your sentence is you got to watch season one through ten of oprah and <laughs> that's the that's the solution for the wait which crime you're saying crimes and jail but they're in generalized right in generalized what specifically what are these crimes here I mean, I don't know. The ones were like, like we do it by case study. Like the ones who have lack of empathy and like need to learn, like you know, like the ones who have lack of empathy and need to learn uh, emotions and how to deal with their personalities, or whatever. That's Oprah and Ellen and mm-hmm. and the ones who who have like 
feminine issues or like you don't know how to be like uh you know who don't look at women with respect or whatever just make them watch all the seasons all the seasons of charmed like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it was no things work man i'm telling you i feel like they had that they, they had a great impact on my emotional emotional intelligence yeah but I, I mean i didn't watch oprah ellen that's my mom but i definitely watched charmed um i mean you know i'd like to go to your your uh your prison, <laughs> OT. Hell nah. Your, uh, oh, I didn't even mention who I was. <laughs> My name is OT, guys. Hi. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show. Is, oh, God, go ahead. My bad. No, I, 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 I think there'd be a lot of TVs in your, uh, in your, your No, you don't. Country. You just get iPads. You get everybody an iPad. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? They just put them in a little case. They can't, they, they're not going to hit nobody with an iPad. They don't want to break their technology. Now. These inmates might be vicious, but they're not dumb. Yeah. They're not going to break an iPad no. now. I'd love to see a case study, but uh, I, I, I would have a different prison. I was thinking about um, this is a this is a random question. I'm gonna say that for the end. But <laughs> so I was thinking about Instagram and what makes it fun for me right now because I don't have time to go through it daily, and I didn't understand. I mean, not daily. I don't have to do it. I don't have time to do it throughout the day, and I didn't understand um, that whole why are you showing me like six hours ago stuff until like now when I'm checking it and it makes me still feel connected to the present even though I didn't have time to check it mm. um, so it makes me still feel like I'm still a part of the internet in real time and I was busy all day so that I don't know I, I, I kind of I kind of I was just thinking about that as a on my way home today and I was trying to figure out how to make that a pot like how do you get people to jump on board on that because that makes more sense because if, if you live your life to just post and dip and like just live your day you're not missing anything because i feel like that's where instagram is trying to go which is smart because we're because like, we're, we're getting to a place where everyone's talking about phones being like very bad for us uh physically and emotionally they causing a lot of depression and i was thinking of ways that we could minimize that stuff and that was one of them it was making somebody feel like they it's like all right you know why it make, you know what it brings it back to me yeah because i was in elementary school right and i had this problem where i would like peel myself during like because i was always holding my back i hold my bladder all the time because I, did, I didn't want to miss anything especially during recess and i'd be jump, jumping around playing whatever whatever and then like i be like five four through twenty and i'm still a foot away from the bathroom yeah. i'd be peel myself and then um and so i had to like ask myself why do i keep doing this like I, later on in life i'm thinking why do i keep doing that like why did i keep making those embarrassing trips to the nurse's office to get some small ass corduroids to walk back to class everybody know you're peeing yourself because you got different pants on yeah. um why and that was the reason because i didn't want to feel like i was missing anything and that's why i felt like i had to be involved and be on it and all i mean being recessed and be playing all the time and not take the time and just go to the bathroom and getting my release from it mm. right because honestly, but that's what it feels like when you, when I since I haven't been on like social media for the last few months, it feels like I'm taking a very long piss. Mm-hmm. It just feels so. And then to be able to, and then when I just open my phone and check people's stuff, and like it's an order of the day, and it's like, oh, yeah, I did all this. I'm not really missing much. It's I don't know. It's some, I, I, just a random thought that I not a random thought, but it was just a thought that I had today that I wanted to share. Okay. Yeah, this is a share. It's my story too. Damn it. Anything else that I want to talk about? Cause we hear some shit. We hear some shit. Um, 
Did we hit some shit? I did want this. So this is my random thought. We can end with this. <clears throat> can a deaf person, can a deaf white person sign language the N-word? Can a person hard of hearing physically? I mean, if I'm going to be politically correct, I'm not a politician. The N-word in sign language, American sign language. I'm going to say yes. Should they? I'm going to say same rules apply. For all white people, no. <laughs> Obviously. And do they do it? I think it depends on the person who's hard of hearing. That'll be a funny sketch. Like, if this was a Dave Chappelle situation and he could figure that out, like how he did with the uh, with the blind dude in the in the church. Mm-hmm. If, that we could, if we could figure out how to make gangbangers deaf and then like they just talking to each other and gangbanging like in like sign language and then like. This is their white friend comes up and he's cool, but he's saying, and then like we have like a whole, the whole episode is in subtitles, and then like he'll say it, and all the all the black gangsters start sign language, whoa, 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 bro, what you doing? And they start talking, like they start schooling him about why he shouldn't say it all in sign language, but that would be the funniest shit in the world to me. Yeah, right. Hey, whoever wants to you, uh, take that idea, go ahead. It's all yours. Shout out to my engineer, uh, producer, whatever his title is going to be, and uh, Ronnie. Well, thanks. Brother, thank you for coming. I appreciate you. Uh, you will be asked to come again. Hopefully not back to back. Uh, I know this is drowning and my conversations get crazy. <laughs> I know you need a break from me. So hopefully I can find me another guest. If not, I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. It's nice spending time with you. Of course, you know. Says, you know, I hurt my feeling that you said you feel like a... Oh, I'm super close to the mic. Hurts my feeling that you said you feel like a, a satellite. And we all just drifting around each other once every three months, which we're going to talk about that one day, too. This is going to be that's going to be another podcast. Yeah. Well, also, let me just say thanks to the listeners as well. Spending taking time to listen, listen to this. I appreciate you, you know, for being here. Another 50 minutes. Whoo. A boy been wilding. He be talking too much, man. I got issues. That's why I talk to people to help me through it. Therapeutic type waves. But we're going to get out the way with this and we're going to end it with my guy, Wale. Mama told me. Did I play that last time or did I take shade? No, I, I take shade. So Mama told me. I, I like this song, man. Wale, yo, this is, you got a story, man. Thanks for listening. Tell me it'd be days like this But I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this Nah Not now, not ever And now until forever You would never need another nigga Mama tell me it'd be days like this But I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this Nah Not now, not ever And now until forever You yeah. would never need another Sorry hip hop, it took me so long to get on But so long that I'm on, it is on I'm rapping for the scholars and the hustlers Meanwhile, show mama I ain't dropped off for nothing I swear these dollars gonna add up And I ain't shallow, material things suppress bad luck That's why I shine like I does It's pain in my eyes, but these E-Saints blind you to look Bind it between carrying the flag for an area that drag Whoever tried to gravitate G told me it's a city full of crabs I'm feeling like a platter at Phillips when I rap As much as I wanted to be minister The fact is they'd only be happy with a menstrual actor 
Sorry, Mr. Charlie won't tap dance And fuck the radio for telling me to snap jam I'm just expecting the spectators respect here My net is from jet setters to cab fans Hip hop's unbalanced, it's got out of hand Ain't have to see some, I'm already scared I've been called the herb parent the goddess Not DC, this whole fucking genre And I ain't in it for them O's or the commas But more or less the hope for dope niggas to prosper Mama told me yes, it'd be days like sir. this But I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this, nah Not now, not ever And now until forever you would never need another nigga Mama told me it'd be days like this But I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this, nah Not now, not ever And now until forever you would never need another For making better music is now Dope niggas locked out Four year rap drought It's raining now and somehow the fugitives out I would invest in a poncho Cause I ain't finna punch out like last joke Nah, I'ma go into my arm sore Fuck it, I go into my 40 million Encore hip-hop's dead Yeah, that's what Nas said to me I guess that's hip-hop heads on salary We vegetables on them record labels Who's next to release? We'll get a team them Niggas bragging, but everybody stagnant Everybody broke except the nigga on the track Shit, mama, why you throw away my drums? A hundred for a deal, they made a hundred on the song Nigga, I'm a hundred miles far I'm feeling Chris Childs You looking like Kobe Bryant, y'all It's lonely at the top, so I waited But ain't nobody take it Now I'm playing solitaire pacing Crucifix pieces, necklace with Jesus See me as blasphemous, but I don't need them God give me strength, Allah give me patience I am only a man and I don't know what to think Mama told me it'd be days like this But I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this, nah Not now, not ever Now until forever you would never be Mama told me it'd be days like this, but I ain't never ever think it'd be a day like this, nah. Not now, not ever, and now until forever, you will never need another.